The Bamboo Project Podcast starts in three, two. Welcome to the Bamboo Project Podcast. My name is Donovan Gray, the future $10 billion man. On the way to 10 billion, I decided I'm going to help create 1,000 millionaires, including myself. And not by being a guru or selling a course, but by doing the things I already love to do every day and documenting the journey to get there. I figure I'll make all the mistakes so you don't have to. My name is Donovan Gray, and this is how I will turn my life into a living. I'd like to start off by giving a shout out to all the people rocking with us and supporting the channel. We really appreciate you. We are currently streaming on all major streaming platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor. You name it, we on it. And if we not on it, we about to be on it. For everyone listening to this podcast and not watching it, you can find us on YouTube at The Bamboo Project. We have over 400 videos on our channel. Do you want to learn real estate? We got that. Do you want cooking tutorials inspired by Dr. Sabi? We got that. Do you want travel and lifestyle vlogs? Got it. Makeup and hair growth tutorials? Got it. Basketball? Got it. Toro? Got it. Candles? Got it. It's everything us. All the parts of the journey that don't make it to YouTube will probably be on our story. You can find me on Instagram at Donovan Gray, D-O-N-I-V-A-N-G-R-A-Y, and my phenomenal, beautiful, amazing girlfriend, Anita Byrne, A-N-E-T-A-B-U-R-N. The Bamboo Project is about turning your life into a living by making money off the things you already do every day. We made different playlists for all the things we are into and... You can find all of those links in the description box below. This may be your first time here. And if it is, welcome to the family. But for everyone else, this is chapter three, page 130. All right. This podcast has four different segments. We have the life update, episode playback, Donovan's questions, and the topic of the day. All video and audio timestamps will be in the description box below. Today's date is September 13th, and it is 442 p.m. It's a Tuesday because Tuesday off our podcast. Before we get into last week's update, everybody's favorite time of the podcast. Yay. All right. This is when I will check my screen usage of the last week and I can see what I could probably improve on or kind of what's going down, what's going up, kind of just monitor myself because I always say, all right, you ready for this? If I don't take advantage of my phone, then my phone is taking advantage of me. All right, say with me for everybody in the back. So let's see how my uh, last week was. Last week, I was on, oh, it was 4.44. Last week, I was on my phone for an average of seven hours and 47 minutes per day. It's up from the week before, which was seven hours and 19 minutes. Not up too much, not up too much, up a little bit. Um the day i used my phone the most was wednesday for nine hours and 43 minutes that's probably when we went to uh jersey oh yeah use my phone for that when you did the the stream no it was my phone okay what a quality look like that because it wasn't my phone if you had the iphone if you had the iphone then you know you would have had the crystal clear hd you feel me? Oh, now you're talking crazy. All right, all right. They just came out with a new one, so your phone must be Listen, listen, yeah, listen. I'm getting in. Actually, I can't. I got AT&T. I got to wait till next year to get the next one. <laughs> but anyways, um, I use YouTube for 16 hours and 51 minutes. That's...
That was good. 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 That was good one. That was good. That one. That was good. That one. That made me chuckle for sure. I was. I felt that one. That was good. I was so confused. What happened? I'm like, damn. She got me. Hundred percent. Guess I clapped. That was. That was good one. I have nothing. I was. Yep. Totally lost, guys. All right. So now. Melissa is finished embarrassing me. Uh, let me see. Um, we got oh YouTube for sixteen hours and fifty one minutes. So that's about and fifty one minutes. What happened? That's a lot. You only said sixteen hours. <laughs> that's seventeen hours. That's not a lot for the week. That's more than two hours a day. So it's not a lot. That's like two podcasts. I'm just saying that you, you said 16 hours and I said, damn. And he said 16 hours and 16 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's 17. It's not even that much. That's 17 hours. The week before was 21 hours. Damn, that's crazy. That's what I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, that's low. Like, what are you talking about? Listen, anyways, all right, Kevin Hart, let me know you finished being funny. Uh, Instagram was for 11 hours and 56 minutes. Okay. <laughs> so far, it's the five hours and 27 minutes. Okay, I'll keep going on. Uh, my pickups were 92. Oh, I know you can't say nothing about that. I know you can have nothing to say about that. It was actually down from last week to 29%. Yeah, i do the math or whatever that is. Um, so, yes, that was my screen time. Now, Melissa. <laughs> Melissa. What is your screen time? Okay, so for me, for last week, my average was 6 hours and 26 minutes for the week. Um, my most used app was Instagram for 10 hours and 12 minutes and then Google Maps for 10 hours mm -hmm. and then TikTok for 4 hours and 30 minutes. Per day? For the week. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not. Ah, 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 I thought my Google Maps looked a little off and the 10 hours is a lot. Um, mm -hmm. But I realized that Saturday probably ran up. Mm, damn. My average amount of pickups were 129. My most pickups was Sunday, um, 215. My total amount of pickups was 904 and five for the week. Mm. So that was Melissa's last week. Okay. <coughs> oh, and then subscriber check. Subscriber check. We are currently at. 5,562 subscribers on YouTube right now. Okay, now, going forward. This was some week, okay? And I've said this before in the podcast, right? I've said that I think it's... It sucks from a content perspective um, once we solve the problem before the podcast comes because then it's almost like the, the hype of knowing what's going to happen next, you know, it's gone. Um, but before that happened, we were definitely going through a lot. Okay. I'm going to get into all of that. Uh, so I will start off with the candles and the craft fair we did last week. So my beautiful, phenomenal, amazing girlfriend, uh, Anita Burnett. Okay. Her name is actually Melissa for everybody who thinks her name is Anita. It's not. It's Melissa. She had went to an event with my sister on Saturday and we had a craft fair scheduled for the weekend. So during that weekend, Melissa was not going to be there on Saturday. 
So we had to come up with people who could help us out to do the craft fair on Saturday because I would just be by myself at the craft fair, right? Our system works with two people. I think it works most optimal with three. Uh, but we've had Melissa's brother who has been a great help over the last two weeks and he came before I knew if not he was coming, I invited my cousin to come. So it was her, uh, y'all know my cousin, y'all remember her. Um, she'd been on the podcast, been featured and she also, uh, you know, there was some people who know people who know Sarah probably remembers. Um, and then. So, we, yeah, so we got both of them that morning, right? So, Melissa had to be with my sister by 1 o'clock. So, the craft fair starts at 12, 11, excuse me. So, we had to go to get her brother, which is about 30 minutes from us, and then we had to go and get um, my cousin. Now, the day before, Melissa and I uh, were having some difficulties, Okay, let's start, start with that, which bled over into the next day. So we had a plan to get to the craft fair on time. Okay, that did not happen. Here is why that was not able to happen that day. I decided, I was like, you know what? Beautiful, phenomenal, amazing girlfriend. I'm going to offer my services to you to make the candles. You know, it was the last minute. You make sure we get these candles done. You know, you'll make sure everything is completed. So my job was to cut out the dust covers. Okay. Um, if you ever bought a candle, do you know what that looks like? Well, if you ever bought an ember candle, do you know what that looks like? Um, they're circular with a little, with a little tag. You could just kind of take the dust cover off, keep the dust off the candle. So my job was to cut these out. It did not go uh, as well as Melissa would have liked it to go. All right. So she gave me about 10 dust covers to cut out. Um, this little rectangle you got to cut out and there's a circle you got to cut out. Uh, do you have any line around? So everybody who was watching the podcast, you could see what my job was to do to cut this out. Or you could buy a candle. Or you could buy a candle, like Melissa said, uh, at embercandle.co. M-B-U-R-C-A-N-D-L-E. The link is in the description. If you like musky smells, I would say get wine down. If you like sweet smells, I would say get do not disturb or room service. My personal favorite is people watching. It's a very spicy, strong smell. Okay. People have called room service the uh, masculine scent. I don't really sense it or see it, but hey. Okay. Oh, we have actually one to cut up. Perfect. Okay. So this is, I think you had that on a sheet. This is even better. I cut this one out, right? I did. I remember this one. I can tell. So this, and it looks very nice too. That's how I'm gonna cut it out. This is a dust cover for the candle. Okay, look at this. Look at this. Boom. Look at that. You see it? You see it? Look at the back. Okay. You see? Boom. All right. So this is obviously on paper. So what my job was to do is to cut out this little rectangle right here in the middle, right? And then after I do that, to then cut this circle thing out of the whole paper. So. This one looks very nice, okay? And I know I, I, this one too, I did this one, okay? I take pride in my work, all right? Now, <clears throat> the first batch that I did did not come out like this, okay? There were a lot of issues with the first batch at 10. Now, Melissa did not expect it to be more than one batch. She assumed, I'm gonna give you this, it's easy to do, just do this and give it back to me when you're done. I was like, I got you, I'm gonna do that for you, right? So now I'm over here cutting them out. 
Now, the ones that I'm cutting out right now, again, if you see this, this is where the problem comes in. It's this little rectangle right here. This is where all of the stress that we had started from the weekend came from this little thing right here. My first couple of tries, uh, this was this this line was like all the way over here, right? So it wasn't this small. And the reason this the reason this is here is for the wick, if you I don't know. Um it goes right on top of the wick like that, boom. So it was slanted, some of them. Uh, the tops, the bottoms were slanted. Uh, the square, because I messed up, I made the square bigger. So now the square is supposed to be this small, the rectangle, excuse me. And now it's all the way actually down here by the bottom. So it's supposed to be real cute and precise like this. This is not how I was cutting them to begin with, right? So Melissa and I had a, a, a tenacious... What you say? What you call attention? Was there tension during that study session of with, with, of the of these? Uh, which one? The the uh, this whole process. The whole process, um, a little bit, cause well, I was trying to work on myself. Uh huh. So yeah. Okay, so here's I'm gonna give you guys a quick overview of how that went down. So I cut out these ten, right? And for people who have been here for a very long time, I have a a condition. Okay, you probably have it's a condition that I have. I've been diagnosed with it, and um, pretty much it's called the seventy thirty. That's what they call it. Um, it's a medical condition. All right, this is in the medical books, and this is I didn't make this up. All right, I don't know. I, 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 I didn't make it up. This is I've, the doctors have said this is what I have. So how this condition works is, I will do something. It was about 70 to 75% done, and then I'll stop. I'll take a break, and then I'll come back and do it later. No matter what the thing, it can be drinking a, cup, a glass of juice. I will drink about 75% of the juice and leave the rest and come back and drink it later, right? I will. I can get through editing a video, about to post it, 75% of the way, I'm done. I got to just upload in there. Nope, I won't finish it right there. I will wait to do the next 25%. Now, here's my reason why I think I do that. When I was growing up, my mom used to say, like, if I got tired from doing my homework, I can just finish it in the morning. So I'm used to waking up early in the morning to finish my work. If I start getting real tired while I'm working, I'm not going to finish it. She go, don't worry about it. You wake up in the morning and you can finish it. So that's kind of how my process works. When I get exhausted by something, I just go, okay, I'm going to take a break. I'll come back later. But it tends to always be around the 75%, right? So I got the 75% of these. I cut them all out, right? And now I looked at them and they look kind of funny to me. I'm like, these look kind of, they don't look as clean as they should be. But I'm like, I don't know if Melissa really cares about it. But I know there's a problem here. So I'm going to try to fix these. So I went and got my marshmallows. I'm laying in the bed. I'm eating my marshmallows. I'm relaxing. Right? Melissa does not work in the same way I work. Okay? <laughs> Melissa does not, Melissa likes to do the thing if, and, until she can't stand, like just continue all the way through, to power through. Right? That's not really how I work. I'm like, oh, you know what? I need a break. I'll take a break. That's how I operate. So she sees that these are laying under the table, underneath the, uh, whatever we had on the table, and she she feels that they're finished. All right, she takes them and she goes, this is her face that she makes. All right, so she looks at me. She sees me laying in the bed. She's like, okay, so he must be finished with these. So she comes over to me. She's like, she's like this, right? She's like, and I'm like, what happened, babe? She's like, what happened? Like, what you mean? What, what, what's going on? She was like, so I started laughing. She started laughing. I'm like, I was, I was gonna finish. Them. I wasn't done yet, right? So uh, she then told me what was wrong with them. I said, okay, I'm gonna try to fix them. This is where it got worse. 
So me trying to fix them, they were they were they were close to this, but not this. Some of them like it wasn't as clean as this. But now when I tried to fix it, it got worse. So now whatever used to be a rectangle is now a square. I'm cutting all around the words. I'm they're, they're all lopsided. The lines are too. Every, everything looks all crazy, right? And I'm like, so baby, what you think about these? She's like Donovan. Donovan, what I'm gonna do with it? She's like, I, I, I can't, I can't use these. I'm like, you sure? I'm like, it's like it's not perfect, but I'm like it's a square. I'm like, she's like, I can't use these. I'm like, fine. So now I'm like, you know what? I gotta figure out what I'm doing wrong. So I have a new technique to cut out the thing, and I get a new batch, new batch of ten. Right? Time it's probably like what, eleven thirty? No, it's like ten o'clock. No, it wasn't that late. Like eight? Yeah, like, like eight o'clock. The eight o'clock, eight thirty. Right? So I get a new batch of ten. Start cutting them out. Precision. Now, the first one I did, okay, Melissa came over, and she went to show me. She said, let me show you how to do it. I was like, I, I no. It's like no. I said, let me do. I got a new technique. I'm gonna try my technique, and if my technique works, let me know if this is what you're looking for. Okay? She didn't really like that, so she walked away. Right? So then I did my technique. And I said, okay, come back. I'm done. Now I said, what do you think about this? She said, it looks fine. All right. So then I said, okay, now let me see what you be doing. She did her technique. I said, okay. So your technique, got it. So next 10 I did, they were usable, great. So during this interaction, right, I felt like Melissa was not a good teacher, right? I saw my feelings were hurt by how she was teaching me. I'm like, I don't think she's a good teacher. That's what I said. I said, you're a bad teacher. Now, uh, I do think from that situation, I did learn how to be more empathetic to a person that I'm teaching. I did feel like I learned that. Um, and I think it helps me be a better teacher myself, which is always good. But I did learn from that interaction, from Melissa uh, teaching me in a way that I thought that I didn't like and how I felt in that interaction. So the next day, we're having this conversation for hours before we have to leave, okay? I'm telling her why I think she's not a good teacher. She's telling me why she's not a good student. And we're going back and forth. Now, you guys can let me know if you guys think uh, what makes a good teacher or a good student. My, what I said was a good teacher is someone that helps the student to understand. Right. Melissa was saying that it's most it's on the child or the, the student to ask the teacher for help where they need help. Right? Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So I feel like the teacher should be able to understand the child and know what they need. And Melissa feels like the, the, the child or the student should be able to know to ask the teacher when they need help. Yes. Okay. Cool. I don't want to get anything wrong. So we had this convo for about two hours. Okay. So we, because of that conversation, we ended up running late to get her brother so instead of going to get him and then going to get my cousin we got him and then i took both of them to the craft fair okay both of them you mean what when you say both of them because you just said my um my brother and he got cousins so who's the both of them talking about? i said we didn't get my cousin oh. i said i said instead of getting my cousin oh, okay. so i took melissa and her brother to the craft fair right and then i had to drive like an 45 minutes to an hour back to get my cousin now before i did that okay Melissa asked me to get Dunkin' Donuts. This took longer than it should have for different reasons. Okay, I'm not gonna get to the reasons. Just know Dunkin' Donuts just did some funny stuff and so on and so forth. 
So it took a little bit longer than she wanted. Mind you, she has to be to my sister at one and she has to drive from where we are to up there. And I still have to go and get my cousin. So I drive to get my cousins almost an hour to get her. And then I come back almost an hour to come back. Right. So that's two hours we're looking at. So the thing starts at uh, 11. They got there at like 1102, Melissa and her brother. Okay, boom. So I get my cousin. I come back. It's probably like 1230. It was like one o'clock. I came back. So now when I bring my cousin, this is her first time there. So now it's the rush hour of this time. I have to now teach her what we need while also managing Melissa's cousin. I mean, Melissa's brother, because this is second time working with us. So I'm like, okay, let's try and I can make sure everything is running smoothly. Make sure that we're going through the all the whole right uh, wording. Make sure that we had no way we have enough bags. Make sure we know we know where to put the cards. Everything has to be good now and i'm throwing in a fire to teach them how to do this at that time her brother knows more because he did it last week so he was kind of good but again it's only a second time with us so it's still you know just like little tweaks here and there this interaction became this this day became more difficult um just because of like i said the chaos that was ensuing in terms of getting them everybody on the same page and dealing with traffic as they come i feel like they were getting kind of tired they were leaving and going out uh to talk to people going to get food so i was kind of there by myself a lot of the time or yeah a good amount of time i was kind of just selling by myself um so that was that day. Now, Melissa, on her end, had a whole crazy situation. So she leaves us at 1.30 and finally gets to where she has to go around 2.30, 3? Like 2.30. Like 2.30, right? And I was supposed to be there for what? For one. For one. So now she gets there around 2.30. She then has to, after this is all done, take my sister, drive her and my mom back to the Bronx, which is, uh, if y'all know, from Harlem to the Bronx. Then from there, she has to drive to... Uh, the airport to JFK, which is not where we were at in Williamsburg. And then she had to drive from there back to get us. So that's seven o'clock. Okay. And she gets back. She gets, she gets us around like 730. But she's exhausted. She did not plan to get there at that time as far as to my sister. She didn't think that she had to be out driving that long because she didn't know they were going to JFK, which is further than what she thought. So she was doing a lot of driving that day from. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, she was doing a lot of driving that day from after the event. And, and what? And had no food. Because I know my list, my, my, my beautiful girlfriend. Well, why did you eat? Because I, I feel like I know why you didn't eat, but I feel like you said it's not the reason. Oh, oh, oh. Um, so, okay. When I had got there, everyone already ordered their food and the place that we were at took a long time to bring the food out. So they just happened to bring out an extra plate of food. So everyone got their food and it was an extra plate. So it was like, okay, it's red velvet uh, waffles with um, like cream cheese frosting or whatever. Do you want it? I'm like, okay. But the, the frosting was like all over the, um, the waffle. Mm -hmm. I don't really do great with sauces. So I wasn't feeling the cream cheese, so I didn't I didn't eat it. I just figured I'll bring it home for you because you would like it. Yeah, but I don't like wet food, so I don't know how you thought. It wasn't wet. It was just like... Cream cheese going to be soggy, no? I don't, it wasn't, I don't think it was soggy. It looks soggy to me. I was like, I don't know about that. But anyways, so Melissa didn't eat, so now she is a little cranky. So this is Saturday, okay? Sunday is 9-11. Sunday, it also rained on Sunday. So it was a very slow Sunday. So on Saturday, we hit $800. Mm -hmm. 
No, I'm lying. We hit we hit like seven hundred. We hit like six ninety something, like six seventy five or six ninety. So it wasn't a terrible day, but we've we do twelve hundred dollars on a Saturday when me and Melissa are there. Um, and then on Sunday we normally do like five to six hundred something in that range, but it was slow because it was raining and it was nine eleven. So here's where things start. The pressure is getting worse. Okay. Okay, I see you with your TikToks. I mean, you know, I'll be out here, Melissa. I'll be out here. Now, what are you doing, sir? Go to sleep. She's, she, see what she's doing? She's playing, she relax. Can you do that? Oh my God. Okay. So, Saturday comes. And we're like, okay, we're going to book for the next craft fair for the next weekend. We are on a roll right now. We did craft fair probably like two, three, two, three, two weeks in a row. And a week before that, we did it. Uh, like uh, bi-weekly so we're like getting more comfortable and we're getting more frequent bookings for the craft fair so we're making a little bit more money to get us out of this hole that we're in so i don't know i things just went downhill very 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 quickly okay so we found out that the following week we just missed the deadline in terms of i'm even can't call it a deadline it got booked up for us to do the 17th and the 18th of September. So we can't do that craft fair. We need the money to pay for our car note, which so it doesn't get repossessed, which is on Monday, right? That's like $600. So if we were able to do the craft fair, we would have been set. We would have had enough money to be able to pay the craft fair and then survive until the next weekend, the week after that, actually. The reason I say we would have skipped the 24th and the 25th is because my sister had wanted to go to Six Flags for that day. And we had planned this from almost a month, two months ago. All right. So we're like, OK, we're not going to be able to do the 17th and the 18th, which will be this weekend coming up. We're not going to be able to do 24th to 25th. So we can only do the first and the second of October. That's when we'll be able to do the next craft fair. That's three weeks. We got to pay for groceries we have to pay for uh you know whatever other bills come up throughout that time um the car note the house note whether the mortgage that we have to pay technically for the house in philly that's kind of covered by youtube so it's not really a problem but if it is low like let's say that the house note has to be like 1600 we're only might make 12 to 13 from youtube we have to still come out of our pocket a couple hundred dollars to cover that so we were set if we were able to do the craft fair so that Sunday, the lady tells us, oh, I just we just got booked up. So like, it's unavailable. So we're like, damn, if we have more money, we could be booking them out further into advance. We're like, all right. So, you know, fuck, fuck it. We can we could just have to do it for the the first and second for the uh, 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 yeah first, first and second. Right. So we had to pack up all our stuff, get in the car and go home. Now, this is where as I started this story off, I said things kind of got really crazy. Okay, um, I don't know if I would say Melissa and I were going to break up, but I think it was it was a lot of stuff that happened that day that was just very chaotic. And I think the pressure of everything that we went through uh, kind of just culminated all at one time. And I think it just kind of went in the wrong direction. Now, uh, so the the conversation that kind of started this whole thing was. We were trying to figure out, like, should we book a craft fair for the first and the second? This was this was my plan. I'm like, we could book a craft fair for the first and second, 
and then uh if something happens this weekend where somebody cancels then we can just say hey can we refund the money or try and say hey can we slide into that spot and we'll figure out the money situation right that was what i was thinking so i had told melissa about it and she was kind of saying that uh she didn't want to do that that wasn't her preferred route she wanted to hold the money a little bit longer to see what might happen right so that's kind of what we were thinking about so in this car ride um Melissa and I going back and forth about this and I'm starting to get annoyed because I feel like she's getting annoyed and I don't feel like it's something that we should get annoyed about so she has said that I am trying to book two craft fairs and I said I'm not trying to book two craft fairs and then she said you are and I said I'm not and then she said I didn't well this is how I this is what I heard I oh, this I remember I said I'm not trying to book two craft fairs. And then she responded and said, I didn't say you're trying to book two craft fairs. Right? So that at this point, this is when, like I said, I think the pressure of everything just kind of culminated at one time. And I also think over the last couple of days, we've been having like these arguments over things that are, in my opinion, are, are small, but I felt, I could feel myself like my meter reaching its limit. Cause I'm like, I don't, I don't like to, argue because in just with in general i don't mind debating but when it starts to get emotional to me i I don't have the capacity for that so i felt like i snapped right now in my entire life i cannot remember a time where i felt like i snapped ever and i felt as though like a uh, a fuse blew in my brain like that's what i felt and i use it as an example or a metaphor because i remember in college when my girlfriend cheated on me i felt like my brain like glass and it shattered because everything i thought and had planned and you know just how i thought the world worked how i thought if you treat your girlfriend how this would happen and this things like if everything you thought was a lie that's kind of what my brain was or how it was operating right so when that happened in college, I'm like, wow, everything I thought was a lie. During that time, I, I think one of my friends had did something crazy to me that I thought was wild. Um, I got arrested to people that I dealt with as far as another friend who has told his girlfriend not to help me with the police and don't do anything about it. I had uh, another friend who tried to badmouth me to a girl I was talking to because he wanted to talk to her. It was a lot of things. And I'm like I said, I just, I'm like, wow, this is just crazy. So... And I remember that moment very vividly when she, at least when she told me that uh, she cheated. So this time I felt a similar react in my brain. I felt like a, like that, like, oh my, like snap. And I felt as though I could not control myself. And I don't, I don't really have moments like that. I can't really tell you any moment where I feel like I've, I don't, can't control myself. Um, so in the moment, I'm like, yo. I got to get out the car. So I like, I stopped the car. I was going to Wendy's. I was going to get out the car and just walk. The Wendy's was probably like a 20 minute walk and 10 minute uh, car ride. And I'm just like, I got to get out the car. I can't be around her because I'm so enraged. Like I felt so much darkness inside of me that I'm like, this is not good because I don't know what this feeling is. I need to go somewhere else. I need to be somewhere else and just walk and figure something out. Um, but I'm like, damn, Wendy's is mad far. And I don't want to just walk to Wendy's from here because that's 20 minutes. She will be in the car. By myself, I'm like that. I'm just. Well, I'm gonna. I'm put my headphones in, 
I'm gonna drive to Wendy's. So we get to Wendy's. Like I said, I'm I'm like I've never been as angry I can remember in my entire life, like ever. Um, so we get to Wendy's. I'm like, you know what? I don't even really want to order for you. Can you, you could just order your food? Um, so he orders her food. We eat and then we go back home. We get home the whole time. I'm still just like enraged inside of me. So we get to the car. No, we get to the house and I get out the car and we're in front of the house. I walk. I'm like, I just, I just, I'm looking for my keys. I can't find them. I'm like, you know what? I don't even care. I just got to call somebody because I got to talk to somebody. I need to, I need to get these words out. I need to talk to someone because I'm not, I feel like I'm going crazy. I cannot, uh, I cannot allow myself to, I can't allow, I can't allow me to lose it. Right. So I'm like, all right, boom, let me just leave. Um, so like I said, I'm, I'm on the phone, I'm talking to my sister and I'm just like telling her like, yo, I don't, I'm, this is, I don't know. I feel like this. This feels crazy. I'm not sure what's going on. Um, and you just talk for a while and then some other minor things happen. Like people were coming up to me and asking me, am I okay? Some lady had was trying to get to a, a hotel, um, that she was, she was trying to get money from. It was just a lot of stuff happening. Um, and that's my perspective on it. So now, uh, do you want to tell your part? You want me to tell your part? What? Um, I feel like why you, I, I didn't well, <laughs> your I face. You to ask me. Oh, um, I can, I can okay, sure. Cause I, I think, uh, one thing that came from this, uh, several things came from this, but one of them is the fact that, um, just the perspective of, of one interaction can be drastically different from other people. Um, like, like two people could go into, into the same situation and come out of it totally different so melissa is going to tell her part of how she perceived the interaction yeah um so okay my daily routine that i have okay yeah how to explain this yes so my daily routine that i have every day at five o'clock i take out that's just what i do um the reason why is because uh I have a lot of energy, I think, um, and kind of, I, it kind of is like anxiety too in there, but pretty much it's very hard for me to sh turn myself off and to completely not do anything. So when it comes to like going to bed, I have problems sleeping. So I typically take my edible at like five o'clock. Um, that makes me very tired and that helps me to sleep throughout the night. And it, like I said, it, it kind of turns my brain off. If I don't do it, I'm up all night. Um, so that's kind of just my routine for right now. So when we do the craft fairs, um, you know, edibles take a little time to kick in. And uh, uh, like I said, I normally take it at five. Our craft fair ends at six. So what I like to do to kind of make sure that I take it early enough for it to like work and you know, not too late that I wake up Hi, um, I try, whenever we do the craft fair, I try to take it like as soon as we get, as soon as we get in the car, like I said, to allow the time to work and everything without me waking up, you know, hot. So I had took the edible when we first got into the car. This is before any conversation really happened. And I don't think that Donovan saw me take it. Um, so by time, like everything that Donovan said, okay. So my perspective with the with booking the um, booking the craft fair was that I felt like because okay this is what I in my head this is what I saw him doing we have 
one dollar right let's say make it very simple we have one dollar each craft fair costs a dollar so in my head i'm like okay you're trying to solidify two dollars worth of craft fairs with one dollar so that's kind of where i was like i don't want to be in a, in a position where they'll be like oh no you already booked for this future date so i'm not gonna put that money to this date because you paid for that one like i i have a um i'm less optimistic when it comes to people being uh flexible with things but i have learned that people are flexible with things so it's just kind of one of those things where it's like uh, it makes me nervous it's not solidified we finesse that's not my strong suit so when I was trying to explain it, I wouldn't be surprised if I used the word book and pay interchangeably. So he could have repeated to me, back to me, like, oh, I'm not trying to book two craft fairs. And I'm like, that's not what I said. But but I'm, the reason I'm saying is because I'm thinking like you're trying to pay for, you're trying to pay for one craft fair, for two craft fairs with one craft fair with a month. That's pretty much the concept that I was trying to, um, that I was trying to relay as to why I felt apprehensive about it. So through that miscommunication or miswording, that I feel like caused Donovan, like he said, to snap. So once we got to the Wendy's and everything, yeah, the food ate in silence and everything. So okay, getting back to the house, now that I've eaten, and remember I took the edible as soon as we got in the car so it started working once we got to the house so i'm sitting and i'm like really anxious because literally it's he pulled it to the house and then he had um he left and i had his keys in my purse so it's kind of like but he ain't asked me for the keys so i just kind of left it if that makes sense but now I'm in a position where I can't really leave the car because we're in front of the house, but I can't really leave the car because he don't have the keys. I have I have both sets of keys. So it's like, how is he going to move the car? And I don't know where he went. So to me, it just felt like, and I wasn't sure if he knew if I took the edibles or not. So now I'm just kind of like, you gone. I don't know where you went. I can't drive the car. I don't know what's happening. I'm under the influence. And I have all the keys. So I go upstairs to look for Donovan. He's not there. I'm like, okay, I don't even know. Now I'm really confused. I don't even know where he went. So then I went back down to the car. Now I'm sitting in the car. It's been 30 minutes. I'm like, damn. Am I going to sit here for the rest of the night? And when you were looking for your keys, I was like, damn. So you're just going to leave me in the car? Like, where, in my head, I'm like, where are you going to come back down to move the car if you're looking for your keys? Because I can't drive. So that made me very anxious like I was very frustrated with that and I just ended up parking the car and walking back to the house so yeah did I miss anything mm, not really um let me see yeah, you know I feel like Donovan did not care about me he just left me there in front of the house and it's like that's I was conflicted because I'm like he left me in the middle of nowhere. He left me in front of the house. But he still left me. And I was under the influence. So, that, I was... I was very upset. Very upset. So, yeah. so 
in this moment, um, that's what this is what I said about perspective, right? Because in my head, for, before I even get to the perspective part, in my head, I'm thinking I can't be with Melissa anymore. That's what my brain goes to, and the reason that I operate in that way is because it's the most efficient route. Where if you have a leak in a boat, it's plug the leak, right? Or get out the boat. There's, that's that's what it is, right? And for me, it's my when it comes to people, right? If I have a person in my life that I feel like is causing me stress, my immediate go-to is if the stress is coming from A, if I am not around A, I will not have the stress anymore. That's how I operate. Um, so when I felt that anger, I'm like, I we have to I'm like, do and I didn't never I feel like I never said to myself like we have to break up. I was just contemplating like, is that the best route? Because if I feel like I'm gonna snap. Uh, or, I, or I feel like I snapped in terms of my emotion. I'm like, I should not be with someone that makes me feel like that. That was what my mindset was. Um, and that's it. Like I said, that's how it is across the board. So if any, with a friend, with a girlfriend, with family, if you stress me out, my, my instinct is I'm just not going to talk to you anymore. Because it, it just... To go to even talk about it, go back and forth, tell me that you're right, tell me that I'm wrong, whatever. I just the easiest thing would be just like just to not deal with it anymore. That's the easiest route. And at that time, I was thinking about going to my mom's house. I was thinking about going to my sister's house. I was just thinking about going somewhere. I just need to be somewhere else. I need to go. And that day, I was gonna walk. I was just gonna walk around outside. Um, but it was raining and my phone was on four percent, so I ended up just staying in the garage, um, of the building. So. Like I said, so from Melissa's perspective, she is saying she felt as though I didn't care about her, which at the time I can't say that I did because I was so upset. But at that time, my focus was I need to make sure that I'm safe and I, I need to go somewhere where where everybody is safe, where I can control myself and be like, OK, I'm good. Everybody's good. So I left I left front of the house and I walked away. My mindset was if you want to go inside, you can get the candle stuff, take it inside the house and park the car. That was or honestly leave the car there. Either one would have been fine with me. Um, on her ranch, she was like, I took this edible. He doesn't care about me because, uh, I'm, I'm high and I don't feel safe driving like this. Now I didn't know that she had, uh, taken an edible and she didn't know that I didn't know she, she didn't take an edible. So I just, like I said, again, I just think perspective is very interesting. Um, and the reason why I felt like I snapped specifically was, when I had asked Melissa if she had said something that I heard her say and she said, no, I didn't say that. I was just like, I can't even talk to you. Like, I thought that was my brain. Like, I feel like if, 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 if how I would consider it like talking to a brick wall, it's like trying to have a conversation with a wall and then be, and then being like, why is the wall not responding to me? And then expecting the wall to respond. Think about how crazy that would feel if you were talking to the wall like, hey, why are you a wall? And the wall doesn't respond. Like, hey, you didn't hear me say something to you? And the wall's like, saying nothing because it's a wall. And you're like, yo, you dead ass, you're going to ignore me? You a wall. And so that is the feeling that I got where I'm like, I feel like I'm going to be, I feel like I'm going crazy because I'm like, I heard this. You're saying you didn't say that. I asked you if you said you, said you didn't say it. So I'm like, okay. I'm, my, I'm like, my brain just blew a fuse. Um, so like I said, that was my feeling about the interaction so i ended up coming back inside um i had got the, the front door and opened the door for me 
I thought Melissa was going to be upstairs and she wasn't. And as soon as I came in the house, she came right after me. So we didn't talk really for the whole day, the rest of that night. And then for the majority of the next day, we didn't talk. Um, so we finally, uh, you know, talked it over the next day, which would have been Monday. And we realize we have realized this about ourselves from before when we do escape rooms is that how we operate is very it's it's different right um i'm i I compare myself to a wolf and i compare melissa to a lion and i feel like she's more of a pack leader and i feel like i'm more of a i'm more uh individualistic like i prefer to be by myself i prefer not to be on other people i feel like if somebody's not gonna do something i'd rather do it myself i just prefer to be alone to do whatever i'm gonna do that's my preference i feel as though melissa is the opposite and i feel as though for her it's like she would rather uh try to help someone or tell someone what to do to help them solve a problem for me, I'd rather let the person learn by themselves and learn from trial and error. And that's how we both approach the situation. So we also came to the conclusion that we, because we both feel like we are leaders, uh, that causes a lot of conflict in a relationship. So we talked about that for, I don't know, maybe two hours or so of just trying to understand what the solution could be to prevent that from happening going forward. Um, and we have a, we have a system in place for situations like this. Uh, normally after argument, you know, in, you, you know, yeah, if you know, you know, okay. That's usually how we kind of get over arguments. Um, and I think because of that system, it, it helps us both to level out in terms of just how we're feeling. Right. And we haven't been doing that after our previous arguments and i think it's been building up to where it's at now or where it was at so you know if you are a veteran of the podcast you will remember the whole 60 40 50, mm. 50, 50, 100 <laughs> thing and i'm i don't know if i've actually um given my opinion on it uh explicitly but pretty much donovan was talking all his nonsense about how it should be zero and a hundred and I genuinely did feel like it was nonsense um, <laughs> until I was kind of faced with two situations that I saw um, with we yeah, had two situations that I saw at one situation the person was happy in their relationship and when I spoke to them they were like yeah you know I feel like a princess blah blah, blah. yeah yeah he handles everything like I don't, I don't even bother him like yeah, yeah I let him do what he gotta do and I'm like damn you let him and she was happy, like I said. So I'm like, okay. Took a mental note. I had another situation on the other side. That person wasn't as happy in their relationship and felt like it should be 50-50 or 60-40. So I was kind of like, hmm, who do I want to be? Because I, I, like, I uh, can feel both sides. So I decided, okay, this is, this is what Donovan and I would kind of argue a lot. Um, I decided, okay, I'm going to try and, and be like the zero hundred thing. And that did help a lot because I realized that I don't have to take the lead on everything. And I don't have to, uh, Donovan is very capable himself. 
Um, so it's kind of like I can I can trust that he can handle certain things, and he can, and that also in that situation he also trusts me to handle certain things too, right? So, yeah, that's kind of how we've been operating since then. My only thing is that I have always been a leader or been in charge of things my whole life. I've had I have two younger brothers. Whenever I would go to camp or school, I was more mature than the people I was with. So I was always in that position of either helping or kind of, yeah, helping people, telling them what to do, like, oh, you could do this, you could do that. Um, and uh, that's just naturally how I am. So the thing that's kind of hard is that with the situation that we're in, we don't have we don't have money it's very <laughs> we say it all the time but what that means is now every monetary decision has to has to be um, run by each other right so if I'm about to if I'm gonna go grocery shopping if I want to get this thing or do this thing I have to kind of I have to run it by Donovan first because like this money Um, this money can is not can, this money affects the both of us, right? But however, since we in the hundred zero, Donovan does get the final say on like well, I would even really say we in hundred zero, but whatever. But purpose of the podcast, Donovan gets the final say pretty much on a lot of things. So, and that doesn't mean that he doesn't take what I want into consideration. It just means that I don't get to, I don't, I don't have the final seat. So, to me, it kind of feels like I don't really have as much control over things, because, so yeah, it feels like I don't, I don't, I don't have control over a lot of things, and that doesn't stem only from Donovan either. Like, having a lack of money means that also you, you can't really do the things that you want to do. So everything feels very limited and then inside the house too, I have to, even if I want to work on music or I want to do this, I want to do that. We live in a studio, it's a shared space, so I have to be considerate of either what he's doing, what he wants to do, um, and all that stuff. So it just, it kind of sucks. So it's like, I can see how my leader personality still shows up while I'm with him. Oh, that's the other thing. We don't go around nobody else. It just be me and him. Why? Because we can't afford. To, <laughs> we do not have. Cannot afford going away from each other. If y'all remember a couple, you know, like a month or two ago, we he was going to the gym. I would have I would have the house to myself for a couple hours. You know, I would go to my mom's house. I would go to um to go grocery shopping and stuff and kind of take my time and relax. We don't really have those same luxuries because we don't have the money. So now we have to think about how much gas is being spent. If I go all the way to frock away and come all the way back or like we can't even afford the gym membership so now he can't leave like i be wanting him to say yes get out leave so you know it's just it's just hard so there's no there's no place for me to be dominant in my life right now because i spent all my time you know in the house and with donovan so i can still get that kind of like being in charge of things feeling from something else we just can't either afford to do it or it's just it's just not a part of our life right now so for me that you know 
I don't know if I would say it. Yeah, it just feels like I don't have as much control over the things that's happening in my day to day. And I feel like what we have works. It's just kind of like, okay, how am I explaining it? I, I have to be very mindful of my uh, personality to not peek out too much because I don't want it to make you feel uncomfortable. So it's hard to be mindful of something 24 7. We always, we, at the craft fair, you did. Wake up, you there. Go to sleep, you there. Like, we always hit. So, um, I think once we have kind of that separation where I could I could be dominant somewhere else and come home and be, yeah, yeah, what you gonna do? <laughs> and just be, you know, relaxed. I don't have to take care of things. Um, and also, I think situations with money make me more anxious. So now, like, with the whole situation uh, over the weekend, the problem is we didn't make as much money as we should have um, or as we could have, as we normally do. So that put us at a lower thing. We, we weren't able to book the following week, so there's no money there. We can't do the following week after that, so that's two weeks of no money. And then the other week, I think I booked up, so that's three weeks oh, yeah. of I no even, money. I didn't tell them that part. So that's almost a month until we can do the next craft fair. That shit stresses me out. And that's the other thing we talk about too. Donovan, like I said, or like he said, we operate in two different ways. I'm preventative. I want to prevent, 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 prevent. Donovan, he's like, okay, we will handle it. He wants to handle it once once we're there. So for me, preventing would be like, okay, what time we got to leave? Okay, what's the distance? Okay, what's the best route for me to take? Should I go here first, there first, there first? I want to plan everything before I do it and then just execute, execute. Donovan's kind of like, okay, all right, look, what's going on now? Okay, I'm gonna move forward from what's happening now. And I think because I'm so um, focused on preventing things, I kind of get sucked into feeling negative feelings about things when it happens because I feel like I could have prevented it. I could have did something for this to not happen. I think Donovan doesn't dwell on that. And that's why we have a difference of um, either opinions or that kind of clashes when we have our conversations. So yeah. Yeah, um, I think for sure that is another part of it. Um, we handle things very differently. Um, just that is just how we are, and I, I, I always tell people if you're in a relationship, you should always you should try an escape room, like do an escape room. Um, Melissa and I did an escape room, and in this particular escape room, it was a it started off as a jail. So on the left side is one person, and then they put the other person on the right-hand side. So that was, in my opinion, that was the best situation for us because we still had to communicate with each other through the wall to figure out, okay, they, on my side, I have a, a red arrow. Uh, you have anything on your side? Okay, I have a, a blue arrow. Okay, on my side, I see I need a red arrow to go upwards. I'm like, okay, on my side, the blue arrow should be going downwards. So we are working together separately and that is the best situation for us that we realize where we both feel comfortable i don't feel like she is breathing down my neck and she doesn't feel like i am being too nonchalant about things because even if both situations work if we're both working on the same team we're going to see the other person like i'll see her as being frantic she'll see me as being like i don't care and it's if even if both things get done we're still going to have the feeling that we had while it was happening so yeah, so that is like I said, just part of how we operate um, in life. So it all culminated all at that one time to just 
whatever happened. And I, I felt like for me mostly, because I don't feel like Melissa felt, she didn't feel really that bad until I left the car in front of the house. That's what she felt the most or the worst. I had felt awful from before then. So I think that it's, that situation for me was a lot bigger than it was for her. I, like I said, I was so gone mentally that I was just like, I can't even like, like I said, my brain was just not there. Um, I think the way that I kind of rationalized it was that the conversation itself that we were having wasn't, I didn't feel like it wasn't that um, detrimental to our relationship. So that's why I was more so, I think, I want to say more calm, but, but I wasn't, I was not, I was not expecting it to go where it went um, because I'm like, I don't, I didn't say anything disrespectful, like I didn't, you know, I cheat, nothing like that. So I'm thinking like, okay, there's something that we could work through. Um, but I knew something was different from your reaction. And like you said earlier, I think it had to do with the fact that it was a multiple day thing of just kind of like arguing or whatever. And it, that whole week was stressful. I, mean, I don't know if you're gonna get into the other things that we did in earlier in the week as well, but it was just a lot happening that week. Um. Yeah. So that was. So that. Okay. So right. So now let's get you know pour to a positive note. Um. So the solution that we came up with, and this is again to how we how we how we operate. So Melissa this morning was trying to find new craft fairs to go to, right? Um, my mindset was, okay, um, the up, the upcoming craft fair, right? This, not this weekend, but the following weekend is still available, but it's not available for our category. They have candles, they have bed and bath, they have other, and they have jewelry. Candles is not available, but bed and bath is. So what my solution was is if I have my sister, if she pays for it for us, right? If they allow, if they allow us through, then we're gonna do the craft like we do every other week. They have a rule that if they if they cancel it because you're in the wrong category, they'll just refund you your money. So that's my solution. I'm like, okay, let's book what let's book the day that we can book, which will be the seventh and the eighth, and then let's just do this for the twenty fourth and the twenty fifth. So that's my solution. And I'm like, if it, if they cancel it, we can't do it. Then at least we know it doesn't work. But if it does work, we'll be good. Melissa's perspective is let's find somewhere else to do a craft fair. Now, this is why I said I think it, we work better when we're kind of doing things separately. But that's very difficult when people are on the same team. It, it's very because for me, like I said, I'm very I'll do it by myself. I figure out a solution for it. Melissa is more so of um like this is this is how would you describe it i just think that i think our solution how we look for a solution is different i think that i don't like i i don't have a the same amount of disdain for authority as you do and i also don't have as much um uh skill in finessing like my brain don't operate like that my brain's like damn you said i can't step inside okay it, it, i'm not gonna step inside i feel like you'd be like mm, it's not locked i'm gonna go inside <laughs> like i wouldn't try the door i would see the sign and be like oh it's closed i can't go in so um i think, I think that's yeah i agree with that so i just think that our 
solutions just reflect that where it's like okay i can't go here you know maybe i've been complacent maybe i need to look for another place to go to so that when this happens it doesn't affect us as badly so now in my head i'm like okay let's have a rolodex of craft fairs that we could go to and like you said on your end you're like okay it's booked out for our category but it's not all the categories so i can still i can still finesse myself in there yeah i think I said so what we boiled it down to is a form of communication it's it's trying to somehow if i'm thinking red and she's thinking blue it's somehow trying to to like communicate that to each other somewhere in the middle um and just choosing the right words the right perspectives is kind of what we've been trying to figure out um just from what she's saying right now i think one of this i think one of a better communication style for us could be if she asks me, well, how do you want to finesse this? And I say, and I, I don't, I would say, what other ideas do you have for this? Like, I don't know what would be the words that feel right to you, but like, that's for me, it's like, how you want to finesse? Okay, let's try to finesse it this way. And it's like, I think, because here's my thing. Here's why I think it both works in this scenario specifically. If my idea doesn't work as far as getting the craft fair, we still have you who's looking for other craft fairs to go to. So it still works. So it's like, okay. And then if my idea does work, we make the money from this craft fair. And on the, for the future date, we have other craft fairs to possibly go to. So like I said, that's the best thing. But if it was just me, I wouldn't look for other craft fairs. I'll try to figure out how to get this one. And if it doesn't work, then I'll try to figure out. Then I might look at other craft fairs. Then you're in is like, okay, if I'm only going to look at other craft fairs, you wouldn't try to get into this week. You're like, okay, they told me no, I'm not going to try to get in. And I'm like, so it's somewhere in the middle of those two things that we're, you know, trying to just figure out that communication skill set or pattern um i think another part of it too um uh i can't i guess i can't really speak for you but i can ask you what you think about what i'm about to say um i think that i think that we kind of get offended from the other person not trying to go with the idea that's presented um, because it's kind of like I have this plan why would you want to do this so maybe not um, taking ourselves as seriously might be a solution but that's just a thought that I have what do you think about that um originally my thought was like no nah, that's not true um, but I'm like I I would I don't know if I'll say I'm offended but I'm confused. And then, like I said, my, my biggest thing is I feel like it's a frantic decision on your end. So that's how, so when I perceive it that way, I'm like, why don't you just like be more chill and let's figure out a chill. That's not me. I know, <laughs> but that's, so that, so that's why I'm like, it's not, I don't know if I would say like, I'm a bot, like it just, it's just that it was like. So I think, I think it has to do with that kind of maybe being more understanding of the other person's nature because I can't I don't think I should get upset at you for not being frantic with me and I felt that today that's why this morning I felt like I tried to work on that I'm like okay because here's another thing too which again to me you're frantic you may you could tell me you're not I'm gonna keep saying you are 100% of the time <laughs> right but I say that because even if you are frantic that's what you work best in that's like that's that's what you feel comfortable because if you were to not do that you would feel uncomfortable if i was to do that i would feel uncomfortable so i'm like for me it's like let me just chill 
and figure out a solution for you. Like, oh, no, I got to do something. Right. I got to figure this out. I got to figure this out. And then it's like that works better for you. So for me this morning, I'm like, OK, this is what she does. And I'm like, this is how the candles came because you did this. So I'm like, and when and this, I think it's interesting because with the candles, I'm like, if you want to do candles, do candles. So now you are doing everything, all the stuff you're doing. I don't know what you're doing. I, I'm not involved in it because I'm like, if that's what you want to do, do that. And it come to me when you decide that's what you want to do. And because I don't want to have to put my energy to being like, oh, my God, we got we to figure it out. We got to figure this out. I'm like, OK, what is the next possible move that we can make that can have a great return for us? That's how I'm looking at it. You're looking at it just differently than how I'm looking at it. So when you come up with the candle idea. I would not have put the energy into the candles at that time period because of what we were doing. I would have I would have been like, OK, let me try to figure out how to uh, how to fix how to finesse the house. How can I finesse another loan? How can I finesse uh, the 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 contract to, to extend the whatever? You're like, how can I make money from somewhere else to do this? How can I get a job? How can I do something else over here to do that? And like I said, so that but us working like that was where the candles came from. And that's essentially what the that's essentially the escape room in motion. Right. Well, it's it's just kind of remembering like that, and it's. I, th- I think also part of it is that we don't have we have a small house because in that situation I would just leave the room <laughs> I'll just go downstairs and you would come to me like hey I come up with this I'm like what was it and I was like okay cool and I would just be like right, let's let's you have you because I think also because we're so close together you will go to me for something in that situation when you don't really have to and I feel like similarly with the candles where I'm like you would come to me like hey look I'm like, I'm not, I don't care I'm like I trust you to do come up with something and then when you figure that out then we can go from there but if you're if you're kind of ballparking it or like whatever they call it tennis back and forth and with me I'm gonna be like listen do something but that's gonna make you more annoyed because you're like well you must not care or uh you think I did about this differently than me or something like that it's like it's not that I just don't operate from that so anything I give you is gonna be like relax chill like just yeah. take a deep breath or something I think yeah I definitely see what you're talking about because um, even thinking back to the candles, like, I remember trying to ask you, like, what do you think about these scents? And you like, it smells like a candle. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, just come up with something. I'm like, once you have something, I could I could start finessing. Then it's like, now we could get from A to B to C. But my biggest part is going to be A. And I've realized that even from with talking to girls. One of my hardest parts was A, because I feel uncomfortable with just trying to get past that like that initial interaction it's always just was always weird for me um and closing was something also was not the best step the middle is where i which is finesse the middle is like you're playing tennis like all right oh you said that i said this oh you said that i said this that's where i operated um but like getting it from zero to that to like I mean, I mean, I know now because, you know, I'm someone, you know, I'm me. But back then I was just like, I always say I had a friend. I remember him talking to people and I'm like, he cannot tell that they are comfortable talking to him. Like he can't see their body language. I'm like, that's what I used to tell myself. But he might just ignore it. I don't know. But either way, whatever that is that he's doing, it's getting him to the middle. So I'm like, for where we are now, if you didn't do that there, we wouldn't be in the middle where I could be like, okay, now nah, this is, I like this part. I could do this. I could do that. I could do this. That's where I like to finesse at. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's the other thing too. 
or we might just have to give each other room to do whatever it is that they want to do. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just normally, I don't think either of us are, are wrong. It's just different. Yeah, that's, that's usually how to argue all the time. It's like, it's not that it's wrong. It's just different than how you think. And it's just kind of like, so, um, but I don't want to go on too much with that. So here's what came up. So I, my sister did, uh, well, she might still, she might still purchase the, um, the craft fair for us. So I talked to her today about it. And then, like I said, if it gets canceled, she'll get a refund. If not, we can do the craft fair. Um, and then we moved going to Six Flags to Melissa's birthday, which is October Donovan, I will. I ain't help. <laughs> it's October. I always forget, which I think is terrible. And here's why I'm gonna tell you why I forget. I don't. It's, I don't know why. I just have no explanation. But I, was, I know the two dates. It's between two dates. I just don't know. I always forget which day it is. I don't know why. Say the tweets. Fifteen or sixteen. I know. I just. It's always like. Is it the fifteenth or the sixteenth? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take a guess. Don't tell me. It's the fifteenth. <laughs> It is right. I'm gonna check my phone. Damn, I was wrong. Shit. Damn. So it's the it's the even number. I always, bro. I be trying to. I never remember the 16th. It's the six. Why do I keep thinking? It's one of the two days. 15 and 16. They look so close together. It's the six and the it's five. It's the 16th. So I see. Solidifies the October 16th. I, it, you know what it is? The number just don't roll off the tongue the same way as 15. That's what it is. I'd be thinking even on like I'm six. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about my thing. Just don't roll off your tongue. It's just, you know, sixteen. You can change it, bro. I'd all the time. I forget. I always. I be trying. Um, bro, you know what's crazy? You said I have to know what? Real mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, bro. You know what's crazy? Like I'll be thinking about it other times throughout the day, and I'll be like, "Is it the fifteenth or the 16th? Like, and my when I tell you this happens to me all like whether we're talking about it or not, whether me and you're talking about it, I'll just be like. <laughs> It's the 15th or the 16th. I'm like, I think it's the f- And I probably always say 15. I probably, oh, in my head, I probably always 15. Then I write and I go, check. Ah, oh, fuck it. And I had to write it down. I'm like, okay, it's so obviously the 16th. Because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I keep getting it wrong. And I always say the 15th. It's the 16th. Yes. You seem like, you seem like a 15, though. You seem like an October 15th <laughs> kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay um but yeah so we switched it to that weekend so i guess that could be like melissa's kind of per- present also her cycle was coming up so that kind of helps with that if we did go on the 24th 25th so that helps because now she could go on all the big roller coasters so now no excuse no! <laughs> now you have no excuse no! um but yeah so i'm gonna get back to some more life update because the podcast will be ending soon uh we did our first live stream last week uh that was very exciting uh, the whole gang pulled up uh you know my shout out to tori was there maxine emmanuel sarah um other people i don't have their names i don't know i don't know if vlad was there eight, eight, I don't think he was. eight how you said eight one eight eight oh eight one eight southside yeah, yeah, yeah i forgot his, i don't know if you have told me his name though but yeah he was there um and we, like i said we was i know most people's names because if we've they might tell me throughout the thing but you know i know yeah i know people are definitely by their screen name um but i said that was fun we drove back from getting a beeswax uh melissa definitely wants she's a melissa loves to stream that's her she likes like that is her like secret um uh vice so we've been trying to figure out what the best thing to do for that would be and right now we've come up to and i think somebody else had commented this too that let me see who commented it it was 
It was definitely it was definitely Jay. Um and pretty sure Jay's a guy. Like ninety five percent sure Jay's a guy. Um maybe it's not a guy. Maybe it is. Is it not the climate to be I think Jay is a girl. People's gender. Damn, should I say that? I don't know if I'm like damn. Jay, are you a guy or a girl? I feel like you're a girl. I think Jay's a girl. I think Jay's a is Jay a girl? Jay, are you a girl? Are you a are you a woman or a younger woman or something, bro? Okay, this is gonna be super sexist, right? So this is why I think Jay. This is how I'm gonna look at this comment and say why I think that it's a girl. All right, so boom. If you a guy, Jay, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> so uh, the the comment has a smiley face in it. Okay, girls use smiley faces. Guys. What's the it says, it says, I don't know anything about candle smiley face. That but it can't, why would a guy put a smiley face after that, though? Uh, he's a younger guy? Okay, but here's another one. Then it said, streaming while making it candles. Genius idea. Exclamation point. Do it immediately. Exclamation point. <laughs> that might be a girl. <laughs> right? Right? And I feel like Jay was on my ass before about something that you were like, it was pro Melissa. And I'm like, maybe it's because Jay is actually a woman. And I did not know that Jay is. A, and I've been, and I, I feel like I said Jay's a guy on the pocket. I, I didn't ever got corrected. So maybe I don't know. But I, I feel like Jay's probably a woman. That's my guess. Um, and, and I think it's funny because I feel like just guys are more, I mean, women are more um, like expressive of how, like, when somebody does something good. I feel like that, and I feel like this person, I feel like they are more like that. Like, oh, you guys did a great job. Like, that's good. Like, I feel like that's more. But like I said, I'm a, I put my money on a woman. Is that rude if it's not a woman? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jay, he don't mean no harm. <laughs> he don't mean no harm. <laughs> Bruh. And then my is calling me again. Bruh. That's another story. Um, so, right. So, Melissa is probably going to be streaming. Uh, while she's making candles going forward, so that'll be like a nice, a nice stream for everybody to pull up. Um, we want to do it on Twitch. Actually, want to do it on every single platform at the same time, but we don't really know how to do that because the comment section for the stream last week was—I didn't really like it. Melissa wasn't even a fan of it either. And I think the most important thing about streaming is talking to people who are in the chat, like, "Oh, what you want to ask a question or whatever," as opposed to like having to keep tapping and check and tap and check and tap and check. I think maybe if it was a laptop, maybe that would help. It's different. We haven't figured it out yet. We did it one time, and I felt like it was fun. Um, my social battery died, so I can't—I don't—I I can't do it for that long. Um, but Melissa, I mean, not in that setting. I feel like maybe if I was playing a video game or something like that, maybe that would help. I'd be doing that too. Yeah, but I'm like, yeah, Melissa, she does all. I, me, I, I got a social battery of a couple hours. Maybe I could get three to four hours at a time, possibly. And after that, my social battery dies and I need to recharge. I, I'm a, a singular creature where I need to just isolate. Um, so we're excited for that. Um, spreadsheet, Turo spreadsheet. Now, I don't know if one of you guys bought it. I can't. I don't know. All right. But I put the spreadsheet up just in all the old Turo videos just to kind of see because they get so much traffic. I wonder if anybody would purchase one. Bruh, someone bought a Turo spreadsheet. I was like, wow, that's crazy. And I have not. It's, a, it's the new one I made. I have not put up um, like the Turo videos. I have three in the vault, but you know, I have a condition, the 70-30 condition. So that's why they haven't gone up yet. Um, so I have three 
All needs a thumbnail and a post it. That's it. They're all edited. They recorded, finished, done. Honestly, I have one thumbnail technically, but I just 70, 30. It's a condition. I can't listen. You cannot shame me for my condition. Okay. If you do, you get blocked. YouTube will block you because it's, it is a, what do they call that? They have like they have mental health shaming. What do you say? Bullying. 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 Oh, I've been wanting to say this for a while. That thing, one of the things that really got me over the hump for doing this, the spread, the tarot videos, I remember, I, f I think it was, it might have been, I don't know if she said it, if Sarah said it in a comment or she said it like on in a group chat, but she was just like, in one of your old videos, you had said that you have more time to do stuff like than you think you do. So you definitely have time to make tarot videos. And I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like the logic. I'm like she, she used the number. She's like, listen, you have to, if you have the, if you have enough time to do extra stuff, then you have enough time to make the videos. Otherwise, you don't have enough time. But you say you do, so do the videos. So like I said, that that definitely was something that helped me go. Okay, fine, whatever. Uh, even still, I struggled to get it to get to those three episode playback. All right, the hiring racist people thing. I talked about this last week in terms of a system being racist. I'm like, I don't know what people are putting in place to prevent racism. Like, that's the problem. I think we don't have anything to, to, we have all these algorithms and things, but we can't come up with an idea of like, hey, is this person racist? If so, how can we prevent them from being racist? Or how can we make sure that we keep them out of this? Listen, they don't hire black people with certain jobs. They don't hire people with hair. They don't hire people with certain views. We should be able to know if somebody's racist or not. And we should not hire them. We gotta figure that out. And then I think I want to say that Mr. Beast is out is is hacking the algorithm. And I don't know if that counts as making good content. Like I can't say for sure that I means that he's making good content. And shout out to uh the Andrew Tate did an interview with uh Valuetainment. And one of the things he said was that Logan Paul has viewers and not fans. And I think that Mr. Beast falls into that category. I feel like because he's hacking the algorithm, he gets a lot of views and people watch it. But I don't know if he has fans per se. Um, and one of the reasons I say that is because I think in terms of when he opened up his store, he has 100 million subscribers on YouTube, right? And he also has um, like a whole bunch of other channels. He has he has channels in different languages. He has a, a vlogging channel. He has a reaction channel. He has a shorts channel. He has mad channels. And he did the 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 open up the Mr. Beast place, right? And I'm thinking to myself, if any if somebody like uh Dierra and Candle DK Foil back in the day had or even Queen and Clarence, somebody like them, if they actually or maybe even maybe even DDG, if they had a hundred million subscribers on a channel, plus the other channels, and they decide to open up something, there would be 50, 60, maybe a hundred thousand people might show up. Like, that's insane to me. And I think Mr. B said maybe only maybe like 20, 30,000 maybe might have showed up. Maybe. Um I can't listen, bruh. I could not even I couldn't even you if they if they had that many subscribers and walked down the street, they they have fans. People would want to see them and talk to them and like, yo, I remember that time when you did this. I remember when you were doing that. That was crazy. I remember the people watch Mr. Beast content. It's like, oh, that was a show I watched. Like, I don't know anything about it's just a show that you did where you stayed in a in a boat for 25 hours and you know underwater or something like that. Um, so I think he 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 does have fans for sure, but I think it's definitely more viewers and he has fans and i think that's because for two reasons i think he's trying to hack it so he gets more subscribers and i also think that youtube allows him to grow
to just have a lot of subscribers and views. So that's why I think that he will get those things. But the connection between him and the person, I don't think is really as it's not that strong. Um, that's what I would say. So, um, and then yeah, so those are my two episode playback. Now Donovan's question, I'm not gonna be able to do it today. One of my, a new channel I found. Okay, right now my two favorite channels are Sarah Alaba. Okay, shout out to Sarah and. I'm really rocking with Tanisha Davis. That's one of my one of my new uh, uh, channels I like. Right, her channel is called Fun and Budget with Tanisha Davis. I like authentic content. That's what I like. I like to watch people being regular people. Like I, I just I just enjoy it. It's it's the most honest thing you can get. At least as close to honest as you can get. I feel like everything. You know, obviously you have edits and things like that, but. I just like see people be real people. I wanted to ask this question, okay? If a man makes less money, right? Should he pay half the bills? Okay? If a woman makes less money, should she pay half the bills? Okay? And I want to get more deeper into it, but, you know, this podcast ran a little bit long. So I think I'll probably say my opinion on it next week. But, yeah, I think that men, I think women expect men to pay half regardless how much they make. And I think that if a man makes significantly more than a woman, it would be egregious to ask her to pay half. So that's what I've been seeing. But like I said, I'll go deeper into it next week. We will be back here next Tuesday. You can find all the behind the scenes content on our social medias. Mine is Donovan Gray, D-O-N-I-V-A-N-G-R-A-Y. And my phenomenal, beautiful, amazing girlfriend, Anita Byrne. A-N-E-T-A-B-U-R-N. All right. You know what it is. All right. You know what it is. Hashtag Bamboo Project 2022. Okay, shout out to Musically Challenged. And with that being said, Bamboo Project out.